how can I clean this up? The only way <laughs> that, uh, the 45-ism ends is A, he goes to prison immediately, or B, he meets his family at the crossroads. So that's the only way this is going to stop. Meets up with Ben Carson. Yeah, him and Ben Carson link up and, uh, you know, discuss Godfather's pizza and things, things of that nature. But... Office Yo, we live. We went for Adolphus. I'm gonna put the link out. But nah, I, I think it. I think they. I think they played their their card or played their hand because, like, even with the Disney thing, like Disney doesn't seem to be flinching. Like, nah, these movies will be theatrically released in blah 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 2021, 2022, 2023. So I think that's what they were trying to do. And Disney's like, nah, bruh. Y'all can come to these theaters and see these movies. They will not release Black Widow. They they are holding out on that one for like that was supposed to come out I think in the summertime, and then it got pushed back to November. And I don't know what it's been pushed back to now, but they still are like, nah, man, y'all are gonna go to theaters. We're gonna get this money. They don't care how how long they gotta push it back. But I think at some point, depending on what happens with this vaccine, like. At some point, they're just gonna have to bite the bullet and 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 put it on Disney Plus, because I don't, I don't know how how this cure vaccine is gonna go, and movie theaters are struggling to the point where they might go out of business like forever, so they got to do something. Yeah, probably talk about that soon. And I'm honestly still on. I'm. I'm not on. I'm not on the fence about seeing a Black Widow movie. I just don't. I don't like the the argument that she should have had a movie earlier, because I just I look like every now and again I rewatch uh, a random Marvel movie with my kids, and I'm just like, I'll watch like Iron Man two, or uh, End, not an Endgame, but uh, Age of Ultron or Captain America. And I just watch those movies and I, I watch her as a character. I'm just like, there's not really a point where I'm just like, man, I wish they would have did more with that. Like, she doesn't really do much, but they don't really give you anything that makes you want to know more about her as an individual character. So I'm just like, yeah, at this point, if they did a solo Black Widow movie, I don't know if people would have saw it. Like, I don't know. So they, they really got to bring it with the, you know, tying it into everything else and the end credit scene has to be like a one so I, I don't know i mean i'm still gonna i'm still gonna see it because marvel uh and the mcu has they've they've earned a level of trust where it's like they put out a movie i'm gonna go see it like i went and saw guardians of the galaxy knowing nothing about it starring a raccoon and a talking tree and i loved the movie and i was like at that point i was like all right well marvel cannot do any wrong i'm just going to see everything they put out now no i think that was actually a blessing in disguise because i had no expectations for that movie because i wasn't familiar with the characters and ended up being really good so i guess that that kind of hey, y'all really started without me i'm like shocked bro we're just we're just chilling three minutes man. three minutes <laughs> relax relax anywho Welcome to KTSCF podcast episode 29 live. You got your boy Southbreeze 706, Savage Mode, and Marcus Sniffles. What's going on, y'all? We out here. 
Somebody tell my mama that her son's a bitch ass. Wow. No, 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 no. I need 39. I need Jesus. What it is, but you know, this week has been good. Definitely a lot of uh, self-evaluation going on. So, you know, I'm actually glad that last week I got that off of my chest, you know, because I kind of feel like sometimes, and, and I talk about this sometimes to some of my friends, like sometimes stuff will happen between people and people never take ownership. People never take accountability for their actions. It's kind of feel like, you know, hey, well, time has passed. You should just get over it. And it's like, you know, if you get into an issue with somebody, you should definitely apologize. You should be a bigger person. I mean, I know nothing's nothing lasts forever, but, you know, communication is key when it comes to these things. But outside of that, I'm, I'm doing pretty good. I mean, but wouldn't you think that communication would need to be like like face to face or direct communication? Like, how is. First of all, I'm, yeah, I'm still talking to That's not going to happen. So. Okay. I mean, I, I guess. But anywho, so I'm, I'm trying to be like Mr. Savage and Marcus and, you know, after Thanksgiving, get on a, a bit of a more healthy journey. Um, I haven't had a, a drink with sugar in it since Tuesday. I'm very proud of myself. Um, I've cut out a lot of the sugary products in my diet. Um, yeah, I, I eat a lot of sugar. Uh, my new breakfast has been, uh, I guess it's a, a Jamaican cuisine dish. It sounds really crazy, but it's actually pretty good. So what you do is you get some beef sausage and you put it in a pan and fry it up with some onions. And then you mix some vegetarian baked beans. It's pretty good. It's pretty, pretty delicious. So definitely try it. I mean, you get a little bit of sweets from it, but it's not the typical me eating three pieces of heavily buttered honey toast. You know what I'm saying? Three fried eggs, like three strips of greasy ass fried bacon, mm. a big glass of orange juice. So I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to cut it back a little bit. You know, we're trying to, you know, fit gang is trying to go all the way this year, you know, trying to win the fit game championship. But hey, well, God bless you, man. Uh that doesn't sound too appealing, but you know. Oh, and I eat and I ate hard boiled eggs with it, but it's not bad. I mean, it, it looks it like horrible. I just I don't know about garlic and big beans, some pepper. But... It'd be hidden, but yeah, I and again, I know they said that like sugar activates the same part of the brain as crack does, and I I 100% believe it's like damn, I'm like you know what, I just want to I just want to taste, I just want I just want a taste of sugar like anything, I just walk around the house like damn, I sure would just like to drink this orange juice out the jug right now just to get some sugar, but I'm not gonna do that. I'd love to dip my finger in this jar of honey just to get my fix, but you know what, I can't do that. <laughs> Like I'm the I'm the same way with like chocolate. Like there's some days where I'm just like, man, I need some chocolate. Like sometimes that'll be the first thing I eat, like for the day. Not in the, not in the morning, but well, like to to be fair, if I do have like leftover cotton candy, I will like, you know, crack it open before I eat real food. <laughs> just because, like, I have I have a problem. Like so when I eat dinner, if I know we're having dessert with dinner, I would usually eat dessert at the same time. I'm not. I don't wait till that I'm done eating all my food. I like to eat dessert with my food. And it's just like, there's a small window. It's a very dangerous window. Like right after I'm done working out, like I immediately want junk food. And it's like a five minute window. If I could just get past that five minute window of wanting to do something disgusting to my stomach, then I'm good for the rest of the day. But boy stuff. I don't know why it's like that, but that's what it is. I mean, but the, the toughest part about sugar is this: it's literally in everything you eat, like everything, ketchup, 
I mean, I don't drink sugar in my coffee no more, which is actually, it tastes nasty to me to put sugar in my coffee now. Like, it's kind of weird. Um, like I said, ketchup, syrup, to- like bread has a lot of sugar in it. Honey butter has sugar in it, cinnamon butter. No, do you remember when, speaking of bread, hold on. Do you remember when, it may about a month ago on Twitter, right before Thanksgiving, where in, I think the Danish community or something like that, Danish. they ruled that the bread that Subway uses is cake. It can't oh, be. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Technically, yeah, because of the, the contents of like sugar or fructose, it technically is like a pastry and not actual bread. And again, that's nefarious because Subway is like, oh, $5 foot long. We're so healthy, blah, blah, blah. Come eat Subway. It's like you're eating a cake sandwich with extra mayo wow, and shit down there and stale lettuce because their lettuce is stale nationwide everywhere you go it's disgusting and then you get a cookie and then a soda and then some chips you might as well have had a hamburger you enjoyed yourself like much much better so but i mean it is what it is we'll see how it goes man I'm trying to you know Get fit game right for the for the for the, uh, for the new year, you know, new year, new me type deal. But now, know. what about the the raw sugar? Like I, I do, I do it's the still, honey it's still, still. It's still sugar. It's still sugar. Okay. Yeah, it's still sugar. But again, like I again breaking breaking the chains of sugar in my coffee was probably the biggest thing for me. Like, like I I don't need any sugar in my coffee, and I I can drink coffee all day. I'm turning to that guy. But anyways, I know you're not here to hear about our diet, the dietary needs or wants or desires. Uh, you're here for the anarchy. That is the KTSEF podcast. So we'll start out with ESPN. Uh, in recent years, I don't know what's going on with them. I feel like they're anti-talent because literally every good show or most talented people they have on the show, uh, they either fire or discontinue the show or their radio programs. Like, I'm not going to lie. I don't watch ESPN at all. I like have them blocked on Twitter after uh, that that Falcons game that one time. And they were just getting these jokes off and I couldn't I couldn't cope. So I got them out of here. But I mean, I really don't need them anyways. So if I don't watch it, I don't watch the program. But yeah, like Lamonte Jones had a great TV show with uh, Pablo Torre, High Noon. I was a late adapter to it. I usually listen to the podcast versus watching the show just so I'd be at work. But it was, it was really good. Got rid of that. Um, before, before you go on, just to add a little context to what happened with High Noon. Like High Noon at first started as an hour long show, like it lasted for an hour. And then they cut it down to 30 minutes, which I, I kind of understand that like, you know, people have a short attention span and, you know, people don't really, they don't want to sit and watch TV or a particular show, two guys talk for an hour, especially the way that they're talking. They kind of, you know, they could be seen as to be like, you know, too smart for the average sports fan. So nobody wants to listen to that for an hour. And then when it got canceled, they started putting out numbers about viewership and ratings. And if you look at the ratings that it got, Get Up, the show that comes out in the morning, I think it starts at like nine, uh, Get Up and High Noon had the same ratings. And normally morning shows, morning TV shows for ESPN have the higher ratings and High Noon came on in the afternoon, noonish, borderline evening time. But then you also have to consider that High Noon had like a fraction of the promotion budget that Get Up had. Like Get Up got so got all the promotion, like commercials on the radio, TV, every day, every 30 minutes, you're getting a commercial for Get Up. And High Noon didn't get that. And it still had 
the same ratings as Get Up, and they still canceled High Noon. And I'm just like, what are you doing? Why does how does that make any sense? It it doesn't because most sports fans are really stupid. So that that's kind of what it boils down to. Or I don't know, like even Monty Jones' radio show that they canceled and they made it a podcast. It's still a great podcast, but like I missed I missed him being on the radio flaming callers. That I was, need that. I need yeah, that energy. And you know what they call some like just flammable people just like getting their ass. But I guess that was too too much, you know. But I don't know. Like I said, for me, honestly, they're one firing away from me never paying attention. Like if they get rid of Bomani Jones, I, I have no reason to watch or pay attention to ESPN. Like as much as I'm not Coleman Hive, it, no, I'm not. Like I'm I consistently listen to him more than Max Kellerman. But yeah, if they get rid of him, which he like they they really need to play their cards right because he really could literally go anywhere and be successful. Well, I don't have like Spotify or I don't really check out Fox News or anything like that. But if like Bomani Jones goes to Spotify or something like that, I will be downloading Spotify. Like that's that's one of the few people that I listen to or consume content from ESPN. Like it's him, Levitard Show. That's it. Like, oh, and that's the other thing is that uh, their Dan Levitar show was stopping, canceling. They're ending it. They're not renewing it. Well, they're they're they got out of the contract early because ESPN has been going through layoffs, and they decided to fire one of the producers on the show without telling anybody on the actual show. Like they didn't consult you know Dan or Stu guys or anything like that. So when they found out about it, they were like, okay, well we're going to bring him back to the show and we will pay for his salary. And because you guys didn't tell me this, we are not, I, I can't trust you guys. So he's decided to leave, leave early, like pretty much, you know, take a buyout or something like that, just leaving the show early. And I'm, I'm very curious to see what happens with that show and where they go and what their numbers are, because they have a very, very huge following. Like very like almost uh how Joe Budden has a huge following with his like podcast YouTube stuff. Yeah. Levitar Show has that same thing except for you know, quote unquote sports fans. And and the thing I like about the show is they don't just stick to sports the entire time. They dive into other things that are more interesting, music, uh movies, TV, social stuff, like whatever. So ESPN might be doing that thing where they feel like they're bigger than the talent that's on the show. And this might be one of those moments where they're like, yeah, we shouldn't have, we shouldn't have did that. Like we, you can't, you can't, they can't replace that. They can't replace Bomani Jones. Like there's certain people that they cannot, they can't replace. I don't really like as much as I feel like he's kind of a caricature of himself. They can't replace Stephen A. Smith either. So there's a few, there's a few people they just can't replace. Yeah, I mean, I, maybe they maybe they think it's still like two thousand and two. Yes, yes, Jeff at uh, ESPN. But I think they think it's like two thousand and two or something like unless that. Unless they want to sponsor the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Unless they want to give us some money. But I think they think it's back in the day where you nobody had any other options for like getting their media or content out unless you were at a network or at a radio station. Like all you need is literally you need a smartphone. A smartphone, a Twitter account, a YouTube page, you can really literally do whatever you want. So they're they're kind of, I don't know, they're they're kind of wilding out. So 
I mean, let us know if you're a lot of people are faithful to ESPN. Know, I'm not, but if you are, just let us know. I'm curious your thoughts on this. Yeah, like for me, when it comes to ESPN, I'm gonna be honest. Like with the uh, the podcast wave and stuff like that, I just listen to what I want to listen to on a podcast. I can get the exact sports that I want to get at the exact time that I want to get it usually. And it's like there's really no need for ESPN anymore. Um, I like you guys. I do like the um, Bomani Jones, um, Stephen A. Even though I don't ever really listen to his shows, I mean he's still you know he's still pretty cool. But just overall to me. The last few years, those big losses that they took, those are some of my favorites. And if I'm going to do ESPN or sports stuff like that, I'll do FS1 sometimes in the morning. I probably only watch ESPN maybe twice this entire year. And you guys know in the middle of the year we had shit to do. And I just won't watch ESPN. So that's my thoughts on it. Yeah, so – Good luck, man. I hope they got a plan for whatever their fucking content is going to be. But kind of a kind of tying in the ESPN real quick. Um, <clears throat> I guess their their father, their dad, Disney, Disney Plus. Um, like I said on Twitter, I'd like to formally apologize for all the nasty things I've said on this podcast and <laughs> about Disney Plus uh, because Disney Plus they finally dropped their nuts. They got in their bag. And they decide to actually give us content, you know, because they're a streaming service and that's what they should do. Now, I don't want to hear the excuses. We're in a panoramic, you know what I'm saying? We're in a penicillin, all that stuff, because I didn't stop any of the other streaming services like Netflix from giving us content. But I am extremely excited for what is coming down the pipe with Disney Plus. If you didn't see the, the big announcement, uh, they they really look like they're about to uh, deliver the goods. Um yeah, there's a lot that came out. I don't know. I don't even know where to start. But uh, I mean, they already had the Mandalorian. All right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I got everything. I got everything. All right. So Disney Plus announced finally, WandaVision is coming out. It's going to start streaming January fifteenth. So that's right around the corner. They're going to tie tie that in uh, March nineteenth. Uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Uh, after that, coming May 2021, they're going to bring out the Loki series. It looks pretty interesting. They say it's going to be like a crime drama. What I'm most excited about is the What If series, which is coming the summer of 2021. Uh, Captain, I'm sorry, Miss Marvel, who's going to be in the Captain Marvel sequel, is coming late 2021. Hawkeye is coming at some point. They didn't give a date for that. Uh, She-Hulk looks interesting. Um they don't have a date for that either. Moon Knight, I'm not, don't know much about that character. I don't really care. Secret Invasion is pretty interesting. That's going to be featuring Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury and Ben Middleton from Captain Marvel. Ironheart, which a lot of people were kind of, kind of looking for after uh, Iron Man got clapped in uh, Endgame. And that's uh, Riri, Riri Wilson Williams. She's pretty much like the a black female Ironheart. So that's pretty cool. And the second thing I'm most excited about is Don Cheadle in Armor Wars, which is pretty much like looking down the path that the wrong people got Tony Stark's technology. So we will be getting a uh, War Machine series, which I know that uh, your man's <laughs> your man's out there, Mr. Terrence Howard, like <laughs> fucking punching air, like yo, Could like how many times? Yeah, it's fuck Hawkeye. How many times do you fumble the bag, dude? Like, yeah. 
is is that show still on? Whatever that I show. Hope, I hope not. I hope not. Why do you know what that show was? I've never seen a single episode of that show. It's it it it, it went off the rails. The Old Empire. Uh, damn, what is that show called? Empire. Uh, it's called Empire. Empire, my nigga. Come on now. Never seen the episode, but yeah, yeah, he's probably punching air like yo, like what was I thinking? Um, I don't care about a Guardians of the Galaxy special. I don't care about I Am Groot. And that's pretty much it. So they pretty much say, hey, 2021, we're going to dominate the streaming service game because they pretty much have stuff lined up from January to January. So, and that's not even counting the, the Mandalorian spinoff with the uh, the Jedi, with Rosario Dawson's character and the Mandalorian season three, this already been projected to come out which with all this new content coming out, I hope that they decide to take their time with the Mandalorian, kind of push it back a little bit, and then yeah. kind of you know take our time and let it cook. But like, Most what are you saying? I'm not even interested in. Really? It's a bunch of characters nobody knows about. Who cares about She-Hulk? And, and first of all, I called you a week ago and you said you didn't give a damn about WandaVision. So like, I, didn't say, I didn't say I did, I just said that's what's on the slate. I mean, I don't know if they'll dominate it. I mean, it, it's stuff that'll possibly keep me interested. They're still on. They're close to getting cut off. Like you know, Disney Plus. It's nothing that I really want to see that you guys name. I, like I don't. I don't know, man. Because maybe it, I'm just a, a traditionalist when it comes to the Marvel stuff. But I like the people who I like. You guys didn't name anybody that I like. I, I'm not interested in, in War Machine. I for damn sure ain't interested in Hawkeye. I'm not, yeah. What is a war machine? He's a cheap well, nigga rip off a freaking Captain America. Wow. <laughs> Don Cheeto is, is not even a believable character for that. He's like, yeah, he's yeah, short. Yeah. He, he looks very African. Like, come on, man. The nigga was in Hotel Rwanda. I was about to say, Rwanda. Yo. I don't know. I, I just. I'll keep it possibly, but it's nothing that I'm like, oh yeah, you know. Nah, I I I think uh, everybody that had plans on uh, unsubscribing from Disney Plus when the Mandalorian went off are not going to do that because I think what Marvel does better than a lot of companies is that they have a plan. They have a plan to make uh, good bankable content and to keep people watching it. So when they're introducing these shows and they're just like, all right, what the first show is going to be WandaVision. So WandaVision ties directly into Doctor Strange. Like you don't, you might not have, you might not want to watch, yeah, yeah, yeah. you might not want to watch WandaVision as a TV show. It might not be something that you're into. You might think that Wanda and Vision as individual characters are not that interesting. But when it comes to going to the movies, when Doctor Strange 2 comes out, you're going to want to see that, and that's going to tie in with all the other movies. So you have to see WandaVision that ties into Doctor Strange 2, which also ties into Spider-Man 3. So, and that's yeah. the thing that, that Marvel does. It's like, okay, well, here's these characters that don't really get a lot of shine that people don't really know about, that we're going to tie them into something that you need. Like you, you're going to go to the movies, you're gonna go see Doctor Strange, you're gonna see Spider-Man 3, you're gonna see Guardians of the Galaxy 3. You're going to see Thor 4. You're going to see these movies. But these TV shows are going to connect in a way that you have to watch them. Like, it's... I don't know if anybody here watched the TV show Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., nah, but I, I did not watch that show. They had little 
minor, minor details that if you watch the show that you would catch in the movies, what they are saying is that if you don't watch these shows, you could miss big plot lines, big uh, story points. There's uh, something about our, it's it's not confirmed, but they said for Spider-Man 3, the guy that played uh, Daredevil is going to be in that but he also might be in a Disney Plus show. He might get introduced there. So there's just these little things that they just do to like, all right, we're going to hook you in little little by little. And by the time Doctor Strange 2 comes out, you're all in. You're all caught up. And that, and I think that's what they did with uh, Black Widow. Like Black Widow's not that interesting of a character by herself, but I guarantee you they're going to have something in that movie that's going to connect to the larger uh, MCU universe. Yeah, that's that's the play, which is very smart. Because like with the Agents of Shield, for me, it just looked too low budget for me to even care. Like it, I get it's a side story, but like there was no recognizable faces. They have like cameos here and there, but this is like stars from the movies, recognizable faces, recognizable plots. That's what's gonna draw me in. Even though Hawkeye is not my favorite character, I'm still gonna watch it. Cause like, all right, cool, these are major characters from the story. There's gonna be major plot tie-ins. You know what I'm saying? Also, they were saying with the shows, like there might be cameos from other characters. Like how you're saying uh, the dude, I forgot his name, something Cox is going to be uh, in Spider-Man, Daredevil. Like the She-Hulk is a, a, a lawyer for like yeah. superheroes. So I'm pretty sure he'll probably show up in that show because he was a lawyer himself. So like little cool stuff like that. So they said Mark have, Ruffalo might be in that. Yeah, they said he's going to be that. So like when you have the star power, that's when it draws in. And I think they're seeing from like the Mandalorian, which again, uh, shout out to John Favreau for taking a not really popular character and making him extremely popular, mainly because of uh, Grogu slash Baby Yoda. But when you see the success that that show has with nobodies, when you start bringing the big heavy hitter names back in and introducing new content we didn't know we were getting into the into the frame, then like I'm I'm here for it. You know what I'm saying? Especially if we're still in the panorama. You know what I'm saying? Like, got to do what we got to do. I would like to say something. Um, to every movie that you guys pretty much famed, most of those sucked. To be okay, honest. wait, wait. I didn't. We even we didn't mention the movies. Those are the shows. No, the I'm, I'm talking about the movies before th that you guys named, like such as Guardians of the Galaxy Two was bad. It was. I didn't even watch Ragnarok in theaters because the Thor before that was so bad to me. Um. It, Doctor Strange, I wasn't necessarily interested in. I, I mean, like I, I didn't see that at the movie theaters. I, I can't hear what you're saying. I didn't like Doctor Strange either. I'm not gonna lie. I, I thought it was okay, but that was after I seen it. I wasn't interested in seeing that in theaters. Uh, Captain Marvel, I seen that on bootleg, and I'm glad I did because I would have been angry. It, it was, it's just a lot of movies that they didn't do much for me. Like the 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 movies that I liked were. Guardians of the Galaxy 1, um, Thor Ragnarok, which, like I said, the other Thors, looking back at it, are not that good. So that one redeemed it. I'd be interested in seeing the next one. Go ahead. Even, even without seeing those movies, even without seeing Doctor Strange, or even without liking Doctor Strange, not liking, liking Captain Marvel, not seeing Thor Ragnarok, even if you don't like those movies, you still have to watch them because they have things that connect to the other movies. There are going to be things like if you if you didn't watch them, you're going to miss out on certain things. So and I, and I'm not going to I'm not going to sit here and defend Captain Marvel because I didn't think it was great either. I thought Guardians of the Galaxy 2 wasn't that bad. Thor of Ragnarok was really good to me. 
Doctor Strange was really good in theaters, but there were end, end cut and deleted scenes that if you missed, that could, you know, have you questioning, like, what's going on here? And even with the sequel to Doctor Strange 2, there are some things from the first one that are going to tie into this one. So it's like, you know, you got to kind of, that's that's the thing that that's how Marvel gets you to oh, yeah. go to the theaters. Like, you know, you, you see a trailer, you see an announcement for something like even I did the same thing. I was like, Guardians of the Galaxy, what's that? Like, I don't know what that is. But then as you start watching MCU movies, you start realizing like, OK, they're all doing the end credit things. OK, they all connect. OK, so now I have to see it. Even if I don't want to, I, I'm going to go see it. And I hope it's good. Pirated like some people. But um, yeah, we didn't, we didn't even mention all the movies that are coming out. I mean, we did briefly mention Black Widow, but uh, you got Doctor Strange, The Multiverse of Madness, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, uh, Shang-Chi, The Legend of the Ten Rings, Thor, Love and Thunder, Blade, The Eternals, Black Panther 2, uh, Ant-Man, Lost Quantumania, uh, Captain Marvel 2, Spider-Man 3, and what I'm most excited for is the Fantastic Four, because hopefully they can get it right this time. So, yeah, they, they, got, some, they got some heat coming, man. Like, they got some heat. I'm just they, not interested in any of them. You're not right now, but I guarantee you, you see that first yeah, trailer. Yeah, we're we going to bookmark this episode. Yeah, 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 let's, let's year, bookmark it. I'm going to say this. You're going to be like, oh. After the next series, you guys are going to be off the Marvel. After the next series of movies that come out, 2023, you guys are going to be off the Marvel train. Because I just, I don't, nah, I don't nah. see it getting better than. Well, than it's, see, but not. Nah, this is the thing, though. Now the, now the Disney Plus, like. For the non like the people that aren't aware of like the comic book stories, like the ability to have a Disney Plus where they can get hopefully high budget like series, there's a lot of Marvel comic stories that are a hundred times better than some of these movies. It's just that again, to tell that type of story, you can't do it in a three hour period. Like there's a story uh, called oh I can't remember the name, but anywho. I'll look it up. But the original Civil War story is way better than the movie. Like, it's a really cool story that features a lot of different characters. But again, because of how the MCU was structured, you can't really do that. But if they started making, like, content based on those comics, it's a wrap, man. Because there's zillions of Marvel comic stories. Like, zillions of them. Zillions of them. Well, uh, Iterations of characters and different... Just like the whole what-if thing. Like, that's literally what the Marvel comics are. Like, there's a Marvel storyline where Black Panther gets the Infinity Stones or the, the Infinity Gauntlet. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of wild stuff out there that would be really cool to see, like, animated or something like that. So, hopefully, the What If becomes, like, a longer series where they explore those stories. Like, uh, in the What If trailer, the story that I cannot think of, the Watcher is in that story. and the, the It's like a mystery. So, the, the beginning of the story is the Watcher gets killed. And they're trying to figure out who killed the Watcher. I'm about to, I gotta find that shit. Let me Google that shit. But yeah, there's a lot of awesome stories that Marvel can do now with Disney Plus. Well, I'm, I'm gonna say this like, I'm not gonna just automatically say, like, oh, well, Marvel's coming out with TV shows are automatically gonna be great. I'm not gonna do that. That's that's unfair to, to the consumers and to fans of the shows and stuff. Because if you just go into it thinking that, oh, it's going to be great because the movies were great, then they can just, they can do what Madden does and just put out whatever they want because you're going to watch it anyway. Like Marvel, the MCU hasn't shown that they can make great TV shows. Like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I'm not saying it's a bad show. 
I'm just saying it's not a show that people watched and there was like a word of mouth where people it were talking about it. No, though, that's that's two different well, bags. I, I, I get that, but it's still an MCU show. Like it still falls under that umbrella as to where it's like I can't look I can't look at Marvel and say, hey, they're going to do great TV shows because of this. I have no evidence to show that the Marvel Cinematic Universe can make good TV shows. So I'm going into this, I'm gonna watch them, but I'm going to be critical of them. I'm like, hey, you have the biggest budget of any entertainment company out there. You have big names attached to these these TV shows. You can get any director, writer you want. These things need to be like the Mandalorian. That's the, that's the standard. Like that's where you have to start at. That's the floor. You can't be worse than the Mandalorian because the Mandalorian, I had zero expectations for that. I didn't think it was going to be, I thought it was just going to be like a run in the mill average show. These MCU movies, the expectations are high because of the movies, the movies that they did. So now you're coming in TV with movie stars and a movies, uh, movie, uh, movie style budget, movie style uh, promotions. These things need to be great. These need these need to be yep. on the level yeah. of like you know Euphoria or any or Game of Thrones. Like you need to be and up not there. on the level of Flash and all that yeah. other stuff. Well, but those again, those are you're talking about lower budget networks. But I was kind of trying to peep in the commercials and the advertisements to see how some of the like action shots look, like some of the technology. Because you know you can tell like a high budget explosion versus like a low budget CGI explosion, and they're doing that kind of shit, like cutting corners and. Yeah, it's not gonna be it's not gonna be good unless the stories are that dynamic. But I know uh, what Kevin Fiegel, whoever was doing that announcement, he was pretty much saying that these are like movies, but they're just split up into you know smaller chunks because again, you can't make a six-hour movie. So if they're doing again, if they're doing those type of productions and just chopping them up, then I think we'll be good to go. So the com the story I'm talking about that I highly suggest you check out is called The Original Sin. It is an excellent story. It is a great story, but the this it has it has white Nick Fury, so but it's a really cool story. I, I don't want to spoil it, but it it's a it's a great story. Check it out. They're and, have- I, and I actually don't read them. Just go to like Comics Explain or Comic Storian on uh, YouTube, and they pretty much like run through the whole story. So Original Sin, definitely check that out. Great. Story. I, I just want to say something really quick, and I know nobody in the world will agree with me. And it's okay, you know, because sometimes you got to get on that hill and stand on it. They need to recast Black Panther as Wesley Snipes. No, you were right, so, man. so you close. Right you were right like, so close. You had, had it. You had it. You were halfway there. The brother you were <laughs> right there. Just two words off, man. You were just two well, who words would you off. Say? Uh, John David Washington. I thought about that too because I was uh, I was reading something about the Black Klansman for for school. So real side note. So if, if you follow me on Twitter, y'all y'all see that I don't watch movies, but I'm taking like an introductory to film class, and I'm just realizing like how many movies I have not seen. So um, actually, for my homework for my paper that I'm about to write, it's going to be on Moonlight. So I actually finally watched Moonlight, which came out four years ago, almost five years ago, won an Oscar for Best Picture. I am just now seeing this movie in 20, almost 2021, but solid flick. And shout out to Marshala Ali, who's going to be playing Blade. So great, great tie-in right there. But yeah, I definitely need to go back and watch some of these movies. But 
quick transition staying on movies. Uh, did y'all see the American Skin uh, trailer? I don't know how they got that movie made. <laughs> Yo, how they got that no, made. You need to go check this out. It's a Spike Lee movie called American Skin. Let us know after you after you watch it. We'll, we'll talk about something else. But I don't think I don't think Spike Lee didn't. This isn't like a Spike Lee movie, but he produced it. Like he, I think he funded it. But man, I don't know. I I don't know if they're showing this in theaters or if it's going straight to DVD or what. But they're saying it was a uh, debuted at the twenty nineteen Venice Film Festival. Mm, you know what? Let, while while, uh, while Adolphus is looking, I want to see what the YouTube comments say for this. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I didn't even think about that. I'm sure them things are wild. Let us see. Shout out to Ghost showing back up. You know, Ghost is still hey. alive out here. <laughs> Ghost making his triumphant return. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So this, okay, I see what they're gonna do. So, so the the dude in question is a marine veteran. So I they're, they're, uh, using, that, they're using that angle. Oh, that might hey. be kind of, like the, uh, kind of the Chris Dorner type thing ish. Let's see. One comment says this will be a horror movie for a horror movie for some people and a fantasy for others. <laughs> um, let's see. Ain't no fun when the rabbit's got the gun, then the hunter got to be on the run. Sounds about yeah, right. That's a bar. The Black Purge. Ooh. Ghost didn't die. He had a twin we didn't know about. At, at Truth That Died. <laughs> <laughs> um, Art truly imitates life's loop to Nate and Spike. Um, the Malcolm X nod. I saw that. Um, the, these comments actually aren't as bad as I thought they were. Okay. Maybe uh, maybe American flag Abby isn't in the YouTube comments yet. I just I just don't think Fox News has gotten this yet. They're waiting for like whenever when is this movie set to come out? Like, um, next year, the, the summertime 20, or twenty twenty one at some point. Yeah, when Fox News gets a hold of this, then we'll we'll probably have to talk about it again because they they clearly have not seen this trailer. Because if they have seen this, they would their heads would explode literally on TV. Watching that trailer to that movie—that's that might be the wildest movie I've ever seen. Well, because when I was watching it, I thought it was going to go a different direction. I thought the dude—I thought the dude was like an undercover cop, like, "Yo, we caught you doing this nefarious stuff. You know, you about to go to jail." They're like, "Nah, bro, we are the jail. <laughs> you about to go to hood court." You know what I'm saying? I was like, "Oh, okay, all right, I see what we're doing here." Like, they got this coming out. They got the. Uh, uh the Fred Hampton movie coming out, right? Yeah, I think yeah. that comes out next year. Actually, that's one of the movies that's going straight to uh, uh, HBO HBO Max. Okay, I believe it is. You watched the you watched the trailer yet? Yes, oh, I, yeah, I, I see. I, I saw the. I just didn't know the name. Yeah, yeah. What, what what are your thoughts on this American Skin? I mean. It, Kind of some of the comments. I mean, it, it's going to be a different look, and looks like it'll be a good film. I just hope that people don't take it too literal, but maybe people should. But that's yeah, the, yeah you know, the the KTSE podcast not condone violence, but I mean, okay, yeah. Somebody's like all these dislikes. I can only assume by who. Yeah, yeah. I, we 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 know who. I'm not for somebody said I'm not for America, but I will support this movie. You know what I'm saying? Like when 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 the black man's plight is a 
a rallying cry around the world, then you know that we have <clears throat> we have problems over here. So I definitely, hopefully, uh, we can get vaccinated and uh, go see this movie live because I'd like to feel the energy in the building. Quick pivot, vaccinations. Apparently, uh, there's been very high success rates. They did like an independent panel with some scientists and doctors and stuff like that, physicians. Like they're nonpartisan, they don't work for any of these companies, and they voted like 17 to four to authorize the vaccine. Uh, one person abstained. The four nays were pretty much like, hey, <clears throat> if y'all adjust the age range, they would have voted yes. But the age range they set, they said, now nah, we can't vote for this. So does that increase y'all's confidence in getting the COVID-19 vaccine? I know that was kind of a topic of discussion for a lot of people. Um, I'm curious to see y'all's thoughts on that. Yeah, uh, I mean, I've eaten hot dogs before. I have no idea what's in a hot dog. So, like, the idea of me not taking a vaccine that was, you know, people that are, they're, they're saying it's rushed, it happened too quickly. You know, how do you know if it works? Like, look, look at the picture terrible. I sent you. Look at the picture I sent in the chat. That, that kind of sums it up. Yeah, oh, the, yeah. <laughs> The amount oh, of terrible. Oh, Aaron, why? Why should we get the vaccine there? I'm, I'm curious, doctor. Are you? Are you? Uh, matter of fact, we need to get fucking uh, John Lovable, the scientist, to tell us. About <laughs> Man, you know what? I have his email address. I should just email him, like, or not email. Him, like, John email him. Matter of fact, what we're gonna do is we're going to on the inauguration day. I'm gonna try to invite John Lovable to the podcast and see if he that shows would be great. I I've never tried anything on this picture you sent, bro. You. You've chatted okay. McRib before. Come huh? on, bro. <laughs> You've had a McRib. No, you I haven't. Shit was Get the fuck out of here. It has pickles. I, I would never. Nah. So you had a McRib bro. without pickles? I've never had the McRib before, bro. You've never done cocaine? Nope. You, has you, never, had a, you never had an energy drink before? I've never had Monster. Oh, okay. you had an energy drink before. Just Red Bull. Those things are terrible. Know. Also, have you done Molly? Yeah. Tell, tell the truth. Okay, what's this nigga doing? Hookah? Have you done Molly, Mister Savage? You know what? <laughs> Next question. I'm not taking the vaccine though. Allegedly. <laughs> so I, I guess there's some. I mean, there have been like uh, some hiccups, but like. The hiccups they had, they already knew they were going to happen as far as some people getting rashes and whatnot. But those people were like already uh, had allergies. So they're saying like, yo, if you know you need to take EpiPen and stuff like that, you probably should hold out. But um, I mean, there's already been people taking it. There's two people in uh, England or somewhere that took the vaccine or whatever. And I mean, they're already doing tests. So like all these people are like, oh, don't take the vaccine. Or whatever, they're, like people are already taking them, like, and they're not like growing third arms and legs or falling out in the streets. Well, by by time it gets to the point where it's like the like the average person like myself gets it, it'll been ran through a bunch of tests, a yeah. bunch of uh, re like re kind of like the PS five, like that first wave of the PS fives. There's a lot of kinks and little glitches in it. And as they start rolling more out, they adjust them, they fix them, they tinker with them. And I feel like that'll be the same thing with this this vaccine. Like that first wave, yeah, there might be some issues for some people, but they will work on that and fix it. But this is the thing. Like this is something that needs to happen immediately. This is something that needs to get fixed. 
this is something that the entire world has to work on. This isn't just, you know, something minor. Like this is, as far as I know, this is the only uh, airborne disease that has happened to where it's like millions of people are dying from it. Like the economy is destroyed. People are, you know, businesses are going out of business. So, you know, you're, you're unable to travel. You're unable to leave the country, things of that nature. So by the time it trickles down to us regular folks, we will have the best, probably the best version of the vaccine. So the idea of me not taking it is is pretty preposterous at this point. Like, yeah. So so Aaron, to, to be honest, I have no legit reason. <laughs> I mean, okay, I just saw you tweet about going to the gym. I'm pretty sure you're gonna drink a pre-workout. You know what I'm saying? Like, God knows what's in those, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I mean we'll see. I mean. But that wasn't really a topic. But back to the actual topic list, American Skin. Um, so your man's, uh, well, let's see what Aaron said. Oh, well, I, I need to get the flu shot. I haven't got it yet, but I'm not going to follow Dr. Sebi. You don't need that. I mean, the flu shot really doesn't do anything because there's so many different strains of the flu, but I, I, I I don't know, man. I, I just the flu every time I took the flu shot. So I don't know. Man. I've also never had. I've been taking it in two years, and I haven't had the flu in three. So I don't know if I've ever had the flu, um, but I don't know. Fucking like Wolverine here. Hey, man. You know you gotta gotta get your your veggies and take your vitamins and all that stuff. Um, but you always be sniffling and snorting though. So I think I have allergies, um, oh. but. That's probably what that is. I do have an animal in my house. So, um, you know, it is what it is. But real quick, and I just want to get some jokes off on the uh, – how, how does Tory Lane still have Twitter? Like, is he – like, when is he going to jail? Like, when, is he is he in Canada yet? Or, like – so, I guess he uh, reappeared on the timeline. And uh, I guess Megan Thee Stallion was – doing what she does gloriously mm-hmm. uh, in the name of Christ on her Instagram timeline, uh, moving that meat respectively. <laughs> and uh, I guess he tweeted out, uh, Tory Lane said, all that for the gram, gram, but you can't take no dick. And then this dude, I am Dane Scott tweeted, you about to be in jail. Can you take dick? I Yikes. was like, that, that, might be the, that might be the tweet of the year. That might be top 10 tweets of the year. He is a he is a little fella, you know what I'm saying? Like he needs to worry, he's worried about the wrong things, the wrong mm-hmm. thing, as uh, Mr. West said. He needs to he needs to be doing some push-ups, maybe getting on some HGH, working on his cardio, maybe some grappling techniques. Yeah, MMA. Not somebody's moves. Keep these niggas off you, dog. <laughs> working on your two-piece. Hey little nigga, come in my bunk and sing to me, boy. Like, what the <laughs> Come spit some some bars for me. You're going to be sitting on on some dude's lap humming some lyrics and shit, man. You better get off Twitter and then you get in the gym. Hey, man, put this Kool-Aid on your lips. Hey, hold my pocket. Hold the outside of my pocket. Sing that controller remix on this back. Oh no! Tap the mic. 
Tap the microphone. Is this, is this thing on? <laughs> is this thing on? I mean, oh my god. Yeah, I, I, thought, really I thought that tweet was hilarious. Like, yo, man, you need to just you need to relax. You need to relax. Like, mind mind your business. Stay out of stay out of women's business, as they say. So, but ah, you know what? We're gonna have to get into women's business, tying into that. Not really, but <clears throat> kind of in the same vein. Uh, shout out to Mr. Alexius who always supports the podcast. He has a, a great diagram on staying out of men's business that I saved. I need to tweet out when women get in our business. But uh, the OG Snoop Dogg, he decided to get in women's business. And again, I, I guess I, I guess I am noticing this pattern of him, <clears throat> I guess, with him talking about women or interacting with women in public. And I'm not going to read the whole article. Head, bitch. Yeah, I don't I don't care that much, but this was tweeted out on the 12th. Now, Snoop Dogg does not agree with Cardi B's WAP, encourages women to have privacy and lead things to the imagination. Let's have some, you know, privacy, some intimacy where he wants to find out as opposed to you telling him. Um <clears throat> for you guys that don't know Mr. Dog, uh he he beat a murder rap. Um he is allegedly a drug dealer, right? Allegedly. His album is titled Doggy Style. All of this was over damn near 30 years ago, though, so put it in the context. I mean, maybe this is growth for him, maybe, but I mean, he... Nah, I'm not giving him that. Look, I'm not giving him that. You know what? You know what? You know what? You know what? We're, we're not doing that thing where it's like... When you're in your 20s, you can wild out and act the fool and do whatever you want. And then by the time you get to 40 and someone else is in their 20s, wilding out, having a good time, doing whatever, whatever, you're like, well, you shouldn't be doing that. That's not what you should be doing. I know I did it when I was 20, but you shouldn't be doing it. Like, shut the fuck up, Calvin. Okay. Shut so up. I'm, I'm going to, just for just for the people that don't know, like, and Marcus has said this on the timeline quite a few times. But like, there's way worse songs out this year than WAP. Like in the history of rap, WAP might not even be a top fifty wild <laughs> not, not even. And for that, we're gonna introduce reintroduce our section. We haven't done this in a while, but I'm gonna send Marcus some lyrics to a Snoop Dogg song. Oh, I really <laughs> no. want them to read them. <laughs> For the TL, just because oh this, this is the this is the this is the lyrics of the gentleman that is out here uh, saying that WAP is inappropriate for the ladies. So this this comes from one of Snoop's uh, one of the classic songs uh, featuring the late Nate Dog, "Ain't No Fun" by uh, Calvin Brodus, aka Snoop Dogg. The floor is yours. Oh goodness! Guess who's back in the motherfucking house? With a fat dick for your motherfucking mouth. Hoes recognize, niggas do too. Because when bitches get skinless and pull a voodoo, what you gonna do, you really don't know. So I advise you not to trust that hoe. Silly of me to fall in love with a bitch, knowing damn well I'm too caught up with my grip. Now as the sun rotates and my game grows bigger, how many bitches want to fuck this nigga named Snoop Doggy? I'm all the above. I'm too swift on my toes to get caught up with you hoes. But see, it ain't no fun if my homies can't get a taste of it because you know I don't love them. This man literally made an anthem about running trains. Yes. And you're worried about WAP. 
please have yeah. sex with my guy. You're, like, you're, imagine if Ice Cube came out and said something like this. Oh, no, Ice Cube has an even more problematic song. Um, he has a song about raping a 16-year-old, <laughs> I think. Oh, my God. No, I so think the, he has a song about, yeah. Uh, you can't fade me. That song is wild. <laughs> hey, can I can I do a song real quick? <laughs> Ooh, I, I get you the lyrics. <laughs> no, 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 I, I have lyrics. Okay, go ahead. Okay. I like bitches, all kinds of bitches, to take off my shirt and pull down my britches. If she's got big titties, I'll squeeze them and hold them while she sucks my dick and licks up my scrotum. Ooh. If she's got a friend, I'll fuck her too. Together we can play a game of switcheroo. I'm not the type to get all mushy. I like to sit back and watch them eat each other's pussy. <laughs> People might call me insane, but that's the other damn love of the game. I'll turn your sister out if you fuck with me. You want to know my identity, biatch? Yeah. Yeah, Walkman top 50. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> if we really Walkman go through a look. Top 100. It's really Walkman not even that bad. I mean, it, I, I just don't get it, but. It's the, it's, I think it's the chorus. The chorus is what gets people, but nah, that ain't even. Pussy Talk came out this year. I still haven't heard that song. Pussy Talk, not WAP, not an acronym, not some clever way of saying it. It's just called Pussy Talk, and they did a remix to it. Pussy Talk is what the name of the song is. It's in the title. That song, no one talked. I didn't hear any old Republicans get mad about that song. Pussy talk. Just gonna keep saying it. Yeah. Pussy talk. Like, come on, guys. I don't even honestly barely remember what, like, I I don't even remember why. I just remember it's some whole. Nah, Megan went off on that. She went off. You don't listen to that song like that. She went off on that. Nah, yeah, there, there's a lot of problematic songs. You'll like, hear it in the club, but you ain't people ain't listening to that at the house or in the car. Like people ain't bumping that no more. So in, in the song You Can't Fade Me, one of the lyrics is he said, uh, Ice Cube said, because all I saw was Ice Cube in court paying the gang on child support. Then I thought deep about giving up the money. What I need to do is kick the bitch in the tummy. Like, yo. This he he's talking about kicking a pregnant woman in the chest. Like and you're mad about WAP. Like, where was this smoke? Yeah, come on. Yeah, this this song is at. It's funny though. It's a funny song. It's got a, it's kind of funny. Uh, just like a little comedy thing at the end of it. Like all, all that all that stuff that surrounded WAP was just strategic marketing. That's all it was. I yeah, like it, it didn't work, but because WAP kind of just disappeared, I still feel they should have dropped something after that. But I mean, we understand for touring purposes that's not the case, but. Yeah, and, and sticking on music, I, I I like this week's episode. I like I like kind of the <laughs> topics, but uh so I feel that we needed to keep like Bessie DeVos as the uh, czar of education a little bit longer, just long enough so she can defund music. I know Nas wanted us to save the music, y'all, but uh Mr. Keijan Bryant. Um I you know I'm all about black uh you know, black excellence supporting black artists, but sir, we can't have like slave carols being like the AP song of the year. I really oh, is that that kid's name? Oh my yeah. god, no! <laughs> somebody, somebody, somebody in the comments, one of his tweets said, "I know how it feels to be a slave when I hear you sing." Like, 
that man be channeling like Solomon Dorfman, like, like, like Road Jordan Road type shit. Oh my God. <laughs> he'll, he'll do- he be channeling Harriet Tubman. All the forefathers, <laughs> like, Frederick Douglass is in heaven, like, shedding tears. As soon as man sneak, I'm like, you got to stop, man. You need to be stopped. You need, man, to, you need to be sicko. stopped. Like, man, I don't know what he was doing. One video, he was, like, walking walking up and down with his hands up, and, like, he was crying. So I was like, what is yeah. going on here? Is he in a cult? Like, I'm like, hey, man, his parents need to let him get out, go outside or something, man. He needs some friends, because... They are, they are working that that this is what would happen if like Michael Jackson and the Jackson Five were coming like with social media and stuff. They'd be all over the internet in every video singing and dancing. You could tell that boy tired, man. Get that boy a break. Them slave hymns, man. Get that shit out of here. What Song of the year, what man? Put Song of the year. Watch some Griselda. Your white people listen to that shit. Like, Song of the year. Like you know, the, black people listen to fucking. I just want to live, bro. That's Taylor like, Swift didn't put out a song this year. Yeah, man. Get. Get these slaves out of here. Like Beyonce, like Beyonce, like no Beyonce, nothing. You give it to this nigga. Like, and you know what? I'm not even gonna do that because, like, I remember all the hype and, and support. Oh, what's that? The the, the yodeler guy, the Walmart yodeler Mason. guy, Mason, Mason whatever. Hey, but see, but see, Mason, Mason dropped that fire on Old Town Road remix. Though. Yeah, he did. He, 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 he outplayed out the big slime. You know what I'm saying? He like, yes, slap. <laughs> He has some bars, so like, get get. Can, can we get like Flo Millie and uh and Mr. Brian on a track or something like that? Can we sample <laughs> or King Quest in the chat? Yeah, can we can we do some 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 things with this man? Because like he just looks tired, man. But the yeah, sad thing is, those be the same kids that end up like selling cocaine and stuff like that. <laughs> Remember Keijan Bryant? Well, here's oh, yeah. here now in the state penitentiary for a double murder. <laughs> Give it a real go wrong. <laughs> oh man, he gonna end up like uh see yes, see there we go back in uh moonlight. He's gonna go from little to Sharon to black. Like he's oh, gonna yeah. be, he's gonna be black in five years, <laughs> grilled out like yo, yeah. I don't know. I so just real quick uh, to the moonlight. I don't like I didn't really like the casting of uh Sharon. I feel like little and black. Those characters, they looked alike. I wonder if they Sharon really, was the middle one? Sharon was the middle one. He didn't really... Unless they, they just gave him, like, the weirdest, awkward teenage phase, because, like, he looks completely different from Little to Black. Like, Sharon, I, it, it didn't fit. Maybe he was the best actor they could find, but... He's a really good actor. I've seen him in some other stuff. He's really good. Yeah. Man, that fucking Black dude's the most cock diesel person I've ever seen in my life for no reason. Like, why is this dude so slow? Like this doesn't make any sense. I was I was mad confused. So, but yeah, anyway, I've seen him in nothing since Bird Box. I've never seen the Bird Box. God damn it! I keep forgetting. Like you just watch anime and that's it. Yes, yes, yes. Speaking of uh, animated, no big news. Uh, Chainsaw Man will be animated by Mappa, the same studio that animates Jujutsu Kaisen and another one called Dohodoro. I need to check that one out. Um. And big news, uh, Chainsaw Man is not ending. Uh, I guess it was too popular to end it. So this first 80, you know, 96, 97 chapters, I guess is the first story arc. So I'm curious to see what they do, because I think the, the last chapter this arc drops either this week or next week. The last chapter was really interesting. I'm not going to spoil it because Mark hasn't seen it yet, but definitely uh, read Chainsaw Man if you had it. It's a quick read. Um 
unfortunately, I've caught up on Black Clover. That shit is still trash. That shit is, <laughs> that shit is garbage. Like, I've never... So, they fight too much in that show. Like, that's a weird criticism I have, but, like, every episode is a fight. I'm like... I'm desensitized to y'all fighting because y'all always win. Like, there's no, you take no L's. Like, I don't, I don't care. And then all of the people, I watched it in English, and all the people sound like they're doing fucking Legend of Final Fantasy seven spells every 30 seconds. Like, wizard magic, ice cola, ice wind breeze attack, wind magic, 10,000 green leaf spinning. I'm like, dog, I, I'm sick of this shit. Get this shit out of here, man. Get that shit out of here. It's just trash. That shit's garbage. Do not watch Black Clover. But yeah, not gonna happen. Is uh is that dude black? Is he is he too cock diesel to be Black Panther? Yes. Damn it. Yeah, he's I'm not okay. I I'm I'm gonna say this. I agree with Adolphus. I think that they should recast Black Panther. I don't think they should recast him with Wesley Snipes. But I do think they should recast him. I think if they were able to get the right person, like you, you still want the the story still has to go on. Like you pay respect to him, you you try to honor him in the in the in the best way that you can. And I don't feel like it would be. And and this is my opinion. Like if the writers and whoever else feel like it is, and that's on them. But for me, I don't see it as being disrespectful to recast him if. The person that you get honors that role and takes it as serious as Chadwick did, because you still want the legacy to go on. You don't want it to just be like, all right, well, you know, we're we're not going to recast him, so maybe we don't feel like we can continue on after Black Panther two. So if you if you say go into Black Panther two with the same script that you had, and you're able to tell a bigger and better story, but it's just someone else, does that take away from the movie? Especially if it's a great actor who takes pride and care into the role, does that take away from it? Because I don't, I don't think it does. And, and that's interesting. I was like, when did like money making industries become moral? Like, I'm confused about that. And I think it, I think mainly because it's Ryan Coogler. I think they're probably like, yo, if you recast, I'm not, I'm not going to direct the movie. And he did just a good. He's he has a great track record of directing. Oh, yeah. Movies. It, it, oh, it, I feel that, like if it was anybody but him, they probably would have kind of pressed to do it. But maybe, maybe it was kind of the circumstances surrounding his passing. I don't know, but I just feel like, yo, like this movie made a billion dollars. Like maybe use this as an opportunity to give another black actor a look. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If it's a thing where like major players in the Black Panther uh, production, like if Ryan Coogler's like, hey, you recast him, I'm out. I get that. But if they're just like. You know, out of respect for Chadwick, we're just not going to recast him. Like, what if the story that they had written was going to be bigger and better than the original Black Panther? Because we can go back, and I said it at the time when it came out, the character Black Panther was probably the third or fourth most interesting slash important character in the movie. They didn't really give you a lot of stuff from Black Panther. It's mostly about Killmonger. It was mostly about uh, Killmonger's dad and Black Panther's dad. It was about uh, uh, Lupita's character, about um, um, yeah. There was, I feel like they focused on a lot of other outstate, and and that's I think that's the key to to making a great superhero movie is having everything around the superhero be bigger and better than the superhero because if 
makes you focus on them and it just kind of you know it, it just makes it more interesting kind of like how like uh the dark knight where the joker is like the main character or like infinity war where thanos is the main character those are usually the better movies when the the villain is the uh most important character and i felt like with the sequel they could have really explored t'challa as a character and really gave him some sort of story arc and now there we're not going to get that we'll never get that because they don't want to recast it they don't want to recast him it's like you can still give them that you can still give the people that same story if you like and i'm not saying just give the role to anybody don't just be like all right well uh kevin hart we'll give it to him don't just give it to anybody that's just going to do whatever with it give it to someone who's going to take the type of care and pride in the role that chadwood took also but just to just be like we're just not going to recast him like i i think it's a little i think it's too early to say that considering the movie doesn't come out till 2022 i'd give it a little bit more time and well, maybe well, try to find someone else well again and i just thought about it maybe it's not just right Coogler. maybe the, the the whole cast is like nah man if y'all recast it you can't make the movie if, else, so if if that's the, if that's the case i get that I, I totally understand that, but if that's not the case, if it, if it if it comes down from if Kevin Feige, the guy that's in charge of Marvel, he's just like, hey, I'm making that decision. We're not recasting him, and he doesn't even give people the opportunity to even consider it because like he he died like a few months ago. So you give people time to mourn, time to think about it, time to grieve, and you know time to kind of to move past it and be like, okay, now what do we do? And it's almost like I'm not saying they took that decision away from them because I don't know what happened behind the scenes. But if there was if there was any small inkling where it's just like you're looking at the skeleton of a script that you had and you're just like, man, this is going to be powerful. Is it less powerful if it's someone else beside Chadwick or is it still just as powerful if it's someone who's just as good of an actor as him? And I just don't want them to miss an opportunity to, to, to be great. I mean, I mean, the Marvel train is going to cook regardless, man. It it is, it is. But and Black Panther two now is going to do even crazier numbers regardless. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just curious if they, if they how they navigate that. Are they going to just have like, I don't know, I don't know how they're going to start the movie. Like, you're just going to start off at a funeral or like it's just it's just gonna be weird getting to that point and then getting past that point without it being kind of like the centerpiece or like salient part of the movie you know what i'm saying like i don't know that's that's gonna be a weird a weird lane to navigate so i I was also on the i was on the train that uh they should have recasted the joker and i i thought i knew i know why they didn't because a lot of people probably didn't want to step into that role but I feel like we would have got a better ending to the Batman trilogy if they would have just recast the Joker and did the movie that they planned on doing. Find another act. I mean, it, it sounds dismissive and like, oh well, it's a you, that's kind of cold and you know whatever. But these are it, it's all about telling the story, you know. And if you could tell good stories, tell great stories, make good movies, then I think you should do that. Yeah, I agree with you 100% because I kind of feel like rushing it to to Shuri or Suri's character, she was good in her role in the movie as a bit of a comic relief, but I just I just don't know if she could be the lead. I think yeah. 
Michael B. Jordan could have been the lead. Even uh, in Baku, not saying for Black Panther 2, just saying like if the story was built around them instead. Or even the Mbaku character, if you wanted to just do like, not him, Black Panther, but just do a story around him and Wakanda or something like that. But with Shuri, I just don't know. Like I said, I get more of a comic relief type of deal. And it's like, okay, well, how serious can you be in this role that to where Black Panther was actually serious? I think ultimately, if he hadn't passed away, going to pass the mantle to her, might have been good, but I, I don't know how they're going to pull it off. Honestly, it's going to be tough. Like they're not going to have, they're not going to have that uh, Spider-Man uh, homecoming moment where it's just like Tony Stark mentoring Peter Parker. Like we're not going to get T'Challa mentoring Shuri in Black Panther two, to where you get to like Black Pan- Panther three or another movie where Black Panther's in and it makes sense. Like, okay, sure, he's here. She's, we've seen the work that she's done. Now it's like, okay, are we going to get the work that she did in flashbacks? Are they just going to tell us that? Like, how does this work? And, it, and then you got the the ancestral plane where you can go and see all the previous Black Panthers that but you won't be passed able to away. Yeah. But you can't well, see the most recent ones. I mean, so it's you, like, probably, I mean you could. They got technology, man. Like, I mean, and that's the thing. I've, I've seen some of the stuff I see on Twitter. I'm like, they could put Chadwick Boseman in Black Panther too, because I don't know if you've seen Gemini Man, where they did the. Uh, I, they did, I, I, I clearly, I, yeah, I don't yeah. know why I keep asking. I, I've seen bits. I've seen yeah, seen I'm, gonna, I'm yeah. gonna stop asking you guys if you've seen movies, but Gemini no, no, Man. I've seen Gemini Man. I've yeah, seen it, but it's the movie with Will Smith where they they de-aged his face, and it's it's crazy technology, and the technology that they used wasn't the best that it could be it's not as it's more advanced now than it was like three years ago when this movie came out so now you have to know that that technology has been more advanced and now you have marvel's budget behind that so now you're not getting the cheap knockoff brand and you can and and you can have black panther wear the mask like um, like 80 percent of the movie so it's like you don't really have to use it that much just have them in the mask most of the time they have people's voice they have so marvel has so many like archives of voice recordings in there that they could have black panther say anything in chadwick boseman's voice if you have the mask on and you wouldn't even know i've seen videos on twitter where like they have the president's face on someone else's body and it looks i don't know if you would want to do that because it's like we know he's not here i just feel like yeah it creates a moral issue I, I get that. I'm just saying they have the technology yeah. and the ability to do that if they wanted to. Like, they'll go around and say, oh, we're not going to recap. But they have the there's the, the technology is out there for them to continue Black Panther with Chadwick Boseman, even though he has passed away. It's out there. I've seen it. So kind of pivoting on uh, actors of the past, <laughs> RIP to Tiny Lister, a.k.a. Ah, he passed man. away. Like I couldn't watch Friday before after uh, who was the first one? Birdie Mac. I, I don't think I've watched Friday since Birdie Mac died. Now uh, Debo's out of there. Uh, the chick that played the one girl that Smokey was messing with, she's dead. Um, uh, Red dead. Robbie yeah. Red dead dead. Yeah. So that movie is hot. and Ice Cube is pretty much dead inside. <laughs> we don't know what he's doing. So. Yeah, that oh movie. my gosh. And, and, and John Witherspoon too. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. So yeah. 
That's a big one, man. That's a big one you know for what, us. What sucks about it is they never did that movie enough justice. By Smokey should have came back. We should have been had that one wrapped up and yes, done with Devo having a bigger role. But I'm, I'm good on that. I've been I, said the I've been said the Friday. Was better than the good. third one and the second one. Doug, but I, okay, I'm a Friday truther, man. Next Friday is terrible. Like it's, not, it's not funny. It's not redeemable. Friday after next is decent just because it has the Christmassy feel to it. Oh my it has some funny moments, but Friday next Friday is terrible. Like, to oh me, Friday after next look low budget though. I don't. I don't watch any of those. A little low budget compared to the the second one, but you're right. The yeah, that the second one was not very good at all. That yeah, yeah. I mean, it. I'm. I, I hate that they did those sequels. Honestly, I think it just does a disservice to the original because the original one is a literally a classic movie. And uh, Debo passing, man. That's a that's a big one for for the culture and stuff like that. Because I feel like it, that's one of those where it's like it's a big deal to us. Like that's kind of the same thing will happen with like Little Richard when Little Richard passes. Like it's a big deal, but it's not a big deal to like everybody because he was kind of ours. And like Fr- Friday came out 20, 20 over twenty oh, years ago. That's about twenty five years ago. Yeah, so like when you, when you, see a, you see a certain type of person and you call them Debo. Like you know what that means. We we know what that Debo means. Or, yeah. yeah, you got like, Debo. Like stuff you got like that. something like that. Yeah, that's like this. It's it's our it's in our vocabulary, and it's been like that for over twenty years. And that like that's how important that movie and that character was. Like he's obviously done other things like that, but nothing has resonated like that for that long. To where it's like you'll hear someone say like you know probably I'm 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 pretty sure Scott Van Pelt has said like someone got deboed or something like that. And that's not something that you would have ever thought that, you know, mainstream white media would be saying Debo on TV, but they are. And that's how important that guy was to what he did and for that movie. I actually seen where um, ESPN had interviewed, I guess somebody had replayed it here recently, but where they had interviewed Debo Samuels and they had Tiny Lister Debo come in and like surprise him. And that's basically just a microcosm of what you said. Here we have uh, a movie where, I mean, not a, a movie that impacted pop culture enough to where people will wonder, okay, well, why is this guy called Debo Samuels? And then you bring in, you know, Debo Debo, and it's like, okay, well, these this is how we connect the dots. So yeah, it's it's a pop culture icon. It's definitely one of ours, and you know, it's it's crazy, man. Just sixty two years old, I'm like wow. I didn't know he uh, and, and 62 is not that old, but I didn't know he was 62. Like when they, when they showed his age, I was like, he looked good for 62. I was like, he looks he looks fine. But I, I mean, it's sad, but you know, it's just one of those things where that that hint Debo is never gonna go away. That's something that like we still say, and our kids will probably say, like, that's something that lives forever. Like Debo is that that will never die. Shit, I don't think my wife's ever seen Friday. That's crazy. Oh my god. Well, <sighs> she has an excuse though, but like she No, has- she doesn't. No, she doesn't. That's your fault. <laughs> that is my fault. That's my fault. Oh man. But she yeah. has seen uh, almost 130 episodes of Black Clover, though. Yikes. Yikes. 
What is Black Clover? Uh, it's an anime. That's not the, what's the Okay, anime? anyway, I'm, I'm out. It's annoying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, appreciate y'all checking in. It's KTSEF. Uh, drop a review on uh, Apple Podcast, retweet the podcast, SoundCloud. You know where to find us. Uh, we be on Twitter tweeting away. Except Adolphus. Come home, El Chapa. Except Adolphus, who's like always late to stuff we already post in our group chat. But you know, it is what it is. That, that was just one time. Bro, anyway, no, 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 it's not. What happened to growth? What happened to growth? I thought we were growing and mature. I want to give him something a little extra to edit this week. So, <laughs> well, it's at the end, so that's easy. I just clip the whole thing. I'm not tripping, but anywho. Oh shit, no, you know, I do my obligatory shout outs. I do my obligatory shout outs as usual. Um, well, while you're looking for that, just, just shout out to all the, all the black people out here having kids. Like, I feel like a, there's something in the water, and I'm just like, I'm seeing a lot of people. Like, I guess COVID. that's what people COVID is in the water. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, that's what y'all doing during quarantine. Like, that's what y'all doing, making babies. So, it's it's cool to see that. It's, it's nice to see that. Like, I know uh, a lot of uh, close friends I have are, are having kids. So, it's, it's, uh, Cool to see people uh, getting to that that point in their lives. So I always I always like seeing that stuff. It's always cool. I like seeing sneakers. Shout out to dot hey. Chan underscore uh, <laughs> Lanny Self Control Podcast. I got a Grammy Living the Sin. Just CJ Duncan Seven Darkest Night Forty Two Padre O Nine Two Zero Yes Not Podcast Racial Though Check Amfro I Stole the Rum Kings Realm ACL I Can't Talk. Uh, no Bueno Puto, Rise Up 0802, and the OG Jfree88. Oh, fuck. He's supposed to come on tonight. Shit. Hold on. Let me see if I get a bar from Jfree real quick. Uh oh. He might be, he might be, uh, he might be on some substances. Hold on. I don't know if y'all, well, today is also uh, another one of our legend, uh, Regina Hall's birthday. Oh, my God. I don't know if you, I don't know if you saw the 50. Yeah, I don't know if y'all saw the video. Let me. Did y'all see the video that she put out? Yeah, that video was hilarious. Okay, and my here's my thing with her. Regina Hall is like one of the low key funniest people in movies. Every time she's in a movie, she's hilarious, and she's also a good actress. Like she can hold her own in a serious movie. She could probably do a little bit of action if you if she if she had to. But I look at Regina Hall and I look at like. She's she's one of she's another one of ours, you know what I'm saying? She's not a huge, well-known, like big time star. I feel like she is what people think Amy Schumer is. Like Amy Schumer had a big time career. She made big movies, a lot of money. And Amy Schumer is not funny. Regina Hall is legitimately funny. But she's right. Must be good to be white. Must be good. Because you could be average to below average and blow up and you can be the one of the best people like she's she was in uh what's that movie um she was in like a uh it's like it's her kevin hart uh michael ely bunch of like a bunch of people it's like a dating movie or something like that and she just kills that movie like all those roles that uh like she can she can do every role that tiffany haddish has had she could do better. She could do those roles better. And Tiffany Haddish can't do some of the roles that Regina Hall has had. Not trying to put them, not trying to put them together, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, no wonder why the Oscars wanted Tiffany Haddish to perform for free because yeah. 
That's a, that was so disrespectful. I was like, come on, man. Don't do it like that. Like she's still a working like professional in Hollywood. She, you that you you ask me if I want to host the Oscars for free. <laughs> like you don't ask Tiffany Haddish. I'll I might do it. I might be like, yeah, I'll get out here and get that look. Her not. You have to pay. Like, jeez, the disrespect, the blatant disrespect. <laughs> like, hey, come do this pregame show for free, and you got to fly yourself out too, and bring your own clothes, pack a lunch. Oh, yeah. Also wear a mask and wash your hands. Yo, there's still like 45 rallies going on like right now. Like, I'm so confused. Like, this nigga loses every three days, every three to four business days. They're like, hey, man, the president lost the election again. I'm like, come on. Can we move on from this? Let's the, move on. The only and I the only. <laughs> let's. How can I clean this up? The only way <laughs> it, uh, the 45-ism ends is A, he goes to prison immediately, or B, he meets his family at the crossroads. So that's the only way this is going to stop. Meets up with Ben Carson? Yeah, him and Ben Carson link up and, uh, you know, discuss Godfather's pizza and things things of that nature. But anywho, Jay Free is wild. He's probably, I don't know what he's doing, but this KTSCF, we out. Peace.